Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Okay, it is 2.07, and I'm I'm absolutely afraid right now because my kids went to uh, Rosedale Mall, and they saw a kid fashion show. And these kids at Rosedale Mall, let me tell you, my, my, my kids are sending me pictures of the event. Kids put it on. Kids produced it. Kids picked out the fashion. It's, it's uh, kids who are 12 and under. And I tell you, it was just an amazing time. My children had an amazing time at this event, seeing other little kids up there on the runway, uh, doing their catwalk, looking like Naomi Campbell and Cindy Crawford and, you know, just doing their thing. But, but now I'm afraid, right? Because, um, see, I've already bought, um, all the school clothes that I'm going to buy. I've already, you know, got the shoes and, and I'm pretty plain. You know me, I'm not like, you know, bling, bling. And so we, I just, I don't even know if I, I looked to see if the clothes that I bought matched each other. I just, if it was their size, I got four kids, okay? I, if it was their size, I just put it in the basket. I wasn't too concerned about it, uh, if it matched or not. That's up to them. They can pick and choose what they want to wear. Um, and so I, I'm just afraid that at this point, um, they're going to be asking for new things. Uh, because, um, yeah, so, yeah. This this go I think I think this trip uh to this fashion show is gonna wind up costing me money. I, I'm gonna have to update y'all next week, but but again, I had done all of my back to school clothes shopping. Um and I just saw the pictures and um mm-hmm, looking down at my phone, I better turn it over. And the text from uh my children and, and now they wanna hang out a little bit at the mall and go, mm, okay, I may have to Might have to come out of their college savings. I don't know what to tell them. Now, listen, I know what to tell you now. We are going to talk about health and wellness and reviving roots. It's a Minneapolis-based center, um, and I met this young lady's dad. And I tell you, honey, he is a cheerleader. He is a cheerleader. This is a, you know what, girl dads grow up, okay? Even when the girls grow up, the dads, they still girl dads. They're just grown girl dads. Because uh, I met Marley James's father at the Black Chamber uh, networking event, and he was like, "Miss Brundage, you've got to meet my daughter, Marlene. You got to talk to her. She's got to come on your show because she's got reviving roots. And let me tell you, it's a massage th- center. It's a yoga. They do fitness classes. It's kind of a communal space uh, that centers on Black wellness. And you know, Miss Brundage, you know people haven't been really talking about you know Black health and wellness. You know, we're just working ourselves into the grave. That's why we dying early, and we got to start taking better care of our mental health. And I was like, you know what? Just because of your love for your baby, 
I'm going to have her on my show. I had never heard of Reviving Roots before, but I have now. I have looked it up. I have fallen in love with the purpose of Reviving Roots and the story. And so Marley James is joining me on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. How you doing, girl? I am doing very well. Thank you. I got to tell my dad that he did a very good job. He got me on the show. Girl, you got to give your daddy a shout out. He didn't even tell me his name. He told me your name, gave me your, girl, he gave me everything but your social security number. I was like, baby, I hope that my daddy is out here speaking for me. I had to call my daddy. I was like, are you talking good about me? Because I just left Marley James' daddy and he is just like beating his chest and all drums. You did not need to be in that room, girlfriend, to get blessed because yes. your daddy that made show that you yes. were absent, but your name was brought up in the conversation. That is beautiful. That's why we made him the development advocate because I'm I don't do all that, <laughs> but he is the best spokesperson you could ask for. And girl, apparently one hell of a father. Now you still got to give us his name because he didn't even give you his name. He only wanted me to know oh, your name, so you got to give okay. him a shout out. Michael Dorsey, Michael Dorsey, development advocate at Reviving Roots. He is amazing. He's had a bunch of years in finance, so he knows the corporate world. He knows how to speak their language, and he knows just how to uh, just get the word out, spread the message. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> does that. He does that. Now, you got to yes. talk to us about Reviving Roots. For people who've never heard of it, um, I know you've gotten um, some publicity uh, recently, you were on Care 11 and the Star Tribune did a story. But, but tell mm -hmm. us all about Reviving Roots. Uh, you're located next to Loring Park in Minneapolis. Yes, uh, Reviving Roots is near Loring Park. You walk down a magical little alley and uh, enter into our space. Um, it is a holistic mental health and wellness space that centers black wellness. So we have yoga and fitness classes, mental health therapy, massage therapy, and we have a communal, like, co-working space. And all of those things are on a membership basis. We call it sanctuary membership. Um, and it all centers black wellness. Oh, my gosh. And and today from noon to three, you're having the grand opening. Yes. Oh, my yes, gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. We got a 15-minute acupuncture, massage, and... Uh, mental health consults right now going and we got some good music we just got done with dance fitness with kiki jones and yeah it's been it's been a really good time a really good turnout and we got what just about another hour left yeah yeah and, and i'm so glad i was able to get you in today uh to tell people all about it uh reviving roots therapy 624 Harmon place um in minneapolis uh, 1624 16 1624, 1624, yeah. 1624, Harmon Place. I can't even read my own writing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Suite 300 in Minneapolis, right near Loring Park. Everybody knows where Loring Park is. Now, mm -hmm. how did you come up with this idea? A membership to a co-working space that also centers around black wellness and, and, and health. So I am a mental health therapist, uh, and so I've been working in mental health for the last 10 years. I decided to expand to offer all of these other things when George Floyd and, uh, and COVID hit. I had a lot of people on my waiting list. I had almost 100 people looking for a black therapist, a black therapist with a social justice orientation. And, you know, that's, that's too many people for me to see <laughs> on my own. Um, and so I wanted to find a, a way to serve and support uh, black folks with 
uh, by expanding into offering these other things. Um, a lot of the things that I do in therapy is kind of sending people to yoga, send them to boxing class, um, just get them to connect with their bodies in the, in their healing journey. And so, uh, and the other thing that I kept hearing was that people wanted community. People didn't want to just go to their therapy uh, session and let it all out and then pretend like it didn't happen uh, when they had to leave. And so that's kind of where the idea of creating and expanding this space happens. And that is a lot of work. Um, how did you get started going from this idea inside your head and actually making it happen? We're going to talk more with Marlee when we come back. A brand new wellness center for black folks is opening. It is today the grand opening uh, in Minneapolis near Loring Park. It's called Reviving Roots. And I have the pleasure of having the owner, Marley James, joining us on the John Shoes to Caldwell Banker Hotline. Marley, you're in the middle of your grand opening. It, it is happening until three, but you're taking just a few minutes to chat with me. I'm so grateful that you pulled yourself away from all your guests there uh, at Reviving Roots. But I, I have to talk to you. How do you go from this is a great idea to actually having a whole center that centers on <laughs> black wellness where you got yoga classes, you got acupuncture, you got, um, you know, therapy, you, you've got so much stuff going on there, co-working space where people can come together after being separated for so long during COVID. Well, you know, so, you know, we know how we got here to this interview. We had a, a cheerleader, my dad, uh, who kind of helped me along. Uh, I think I've done this uh, uh, with a great deal of help just a lot of help in community. Uh, one of the things that I learned early on was that if you wanted to do something that's healing, you have to be healing in the process. And so uh, I have been doing a lot of just accepting help <laughs> when it's needed, um, not trying to do things on my own. So my mom, my aunties, all, most of my family is a part of this process or has been a part of this process. And then other community organizations that have really supported um, Neighborhood Development Center, MEDA, um, Finnovation Fellowship really taught me a lot about um, business and how to kind of grow a business to support, um, to support black wellness. So, yeah, I've had a lot of help, um, and it's been about four years in the making, um, and it's been, a really, it's been a really great and healing process. And this is the thing. It sounds like you had a community of people helping you while you go out to help the community, because that's what yes. Reviving Roots is all about, isn't it? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it's all about. Now, tell me about these memberships and how it works, because we want to make sure that people who are listening to this, who want to take advantage of the services, who want to sign up and join. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that they have the best and right information so they don't just go walking up in Lauren Park and like, where well, I get that acupuncture? How can I <laughs> yeah. get this? How can I get this massage? Uh, where is yes. this called working space? Can I sit right here? What's the Wi-Fi code? <laughs> we want to make sure that people know when they get over there to you, how they can take advantage of all the resources that you have available for them under one roof. Yes. Yeah, so we have sanctuary memberships. Um, there are three different versions, and two are available right now. Um, so Sanctuary membership offers co-working space. It offers weekly, like, regular classes. So we have yoga, boxing, dance, fitness, um, and a lot of different offerings. We also have 
uh, events. And so that could either be a panel on how trauma affects your body or it could be a movie night. Um, so we have a, a wide variety of uh, offerings for folks. Um, that membership is $99 a month. And uh, we also offer the classes live streamed and a good amount of the events live streamed as well. Uh, oh. The second, uh-huh. oh, go ahead. The second membership is called Signature Sanctuary, so you get all of that stuff um, plus monthly massage and monthly mental health therapy, and that is two thirty nine a month. Um, and we really try to make the pricing accessible. Uh, so, you know, most of mental health therapy sessions are about $150. Uh, massages are like, you know, $80 God, to I $90 just, a month. I, just, I was going to say, I just paid $170 for one the other day. So, oh my so this all is, right. yeah, so this is like you get all of that plus a massage, yes. girl. You, you all yeah, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. You can be one of our first signature members. <laughs> We'd love to have you. I would love that. And and so when people sign up, do, can they do that online? Do they have to come in? How does that work? You can sign up online. Uh, so it's reviving-roots.com. And when you sign up online, uh, you go to our membership page. And so in our menu, you can see membership. Um, and And then after you sign up, we really want to make sure that people get a nice introduction into the space. So after they sign up, they also schedule a meeting with me and just kind of have that welcome to the space. You know, here's a few things that you get introduced to the app um, for scheduling and for uh, classes. And yeah, you just kind of really get that initiation and welcome into the space. And is is there a guide, you know, because the thing, sometimes you, you get a membership to something and you don't really mm-hmm. understand or know what yes. all your benefits are. And so you miss yes. out on stuff, you know, especially mm-hmm. having kids with autism. You know, there were some things that my kids could take advantage of that I didn't know about for two or three years. And I'm like, you mean to tell mm-hmm. me we could have gotten this, this and this? They were like, oh, yeah, yes. that com- that comes with it. That comes with the, yes. with you know, so I want to make sure that, you know, when people are listening, if they if they sign up, they'll have a guide and somebody's there to make sure that they know what they're getting. Yes. Not only do they have a guide, which is me, they also have a written guide that they get sent um, as a new member that kind of that just spells out all the things that you need to know about your membership and gives you that good uh, list off into into the space. Okay, now do you have any grand opening day specials? Because you got the grand opening at Reviving Roots, and you know a lot of our folks are driving around town. It's a beautiful day, but it's hot, so they're looking for something <laughs> yes, to do where is. they can go inside. And you have an mm-hmm. inside event. Are there oh, any yes. specials that they can take advantage of if they come by for the next thirty minutes uh, for your grand opening over at Reviving Roots in Loring Park? So right now we are doing 15-minute massage, 15-minute acupuncture, and 15-minute mental health consult. Um, So I would highly suggest coming through uh, for the last 30 minutes just to get that experience. Um, And and we have food, so (laughs) so that is also a very nice draw um, from Tommy's Pizza. We have – he – he also is my uncle. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Tommy's Pizza. It's a black-owned pizza shop in St. Paul. Um, but he is also supporting. So back to the, you know, communal support, getting that support. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a good time. 
Well, I am just so proud of you. I'm excited for you and your family. This is a win for everybody. Um, and, you. and you are bringing uh, mental health to the forefront because for a long time, if somebody said I'm struggling, especially in the black community, or I'm having a bad day, you know, it's like, suck it up. Dr. King had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Rosa Parks had a bad day. Uh, you mm-hmm. didn't hear Harriet Tubman talk about her mental health. She had work to do. And, and so, mm-hmm. you know, we're always taught to choke it down. But, you know, people like you are on the front line, bringing awareness, shining a spotlight on the importance of taking care of your mental health. What's that journey been like? Because that's new for black folks. You know, if you saw a therapist, that means you were weak. You couldn't mm-hmm. handle it. Uh, you didn't have what it takes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're taught to be tough and to, to to fake it till we make it and not to worry about it and don't cry at work. And, you know, and, 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 and traditionally we haven't been afforded those opportunities. Right. Um, right. You know, if we do cry at work, then, you know, they say, well, you, you know, we're not changing the org chart. You just can't handle it. We're going to have to let you go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for good reason, you know, our ancestors, uh, you know, put a wall up around their mental health and protected it at all costs. But by the same time, um, when they were feeling a little down, when they did have the blues, instead of just singing about it, they could have been seeing somebody. So what's that been like to make our people, people in communities of color, understand the importance of taking care of their mental health? You know, it's been an interesting journey because so in kind of creating this business plan and putting things together, I did a good amount of like surveys and interviews with the people in the community. And I started out believing that we just don't want mental health therapy we don't like it it's in the culture yeah you got to choke it down and you know be strong and all of that but the thing that i realized just kind of in tapping into the community is that there's not a lot of options when we do actually want support it's not that we don't want therapy or want help but then when we go it's usually a white person who is who doesn't completely understand your experience um or you know questions your experiences of racism. I've had so many clients talk about how their therapist had them try to think their way out of racism. Um, And so I think this journey has really made me even more motivated to bring more representation into the space, bring more representation into mental health with Reviving Roots and and just to kind of uh, create that space where people can get quality services from a person that that gets it. Well, we get it. We get that you are doing amazing things with Reviving Roots. I want you to give us the website one more time so the people know where to go and how to share it with the people in their lives. Yes. Uh, so Reviving Roots website is www.reviving-roots.com. Uh, you can also reach us by phone at 612-445-7781. Um, And, you know, follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook uh, at Reviving Roots Wellness. Well, I just can't thank you enough for coming on your show. Please tell your daddy that um, my daddy (laughs) has a new standard. Because okay. if he ain't not that raw rhyme for me, like your daddy was raw rhyme for you, he going to the old folks' home early, and, right. I'm, and I'm not coming to visit him. And, okay. And, I'm going to uh-huh. let him know. Please. Yes, ma'am. Well, you have an amazing day. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. All right. You all stick around. We've got more to come.
Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Former Minnesota Governor Al Quie has died. He was 99 years old. Uh, he served one term as governor from 1979 to 83 after a long career in the U.S. House of Representatives. And I'm a Minnesota transplant, so I didn't know much about the former governor until today when I got the alert on my phone while I was in line at Walgreens getting a prescription. And that's when I start rearranging my show. And, and I'm so grateful that Blois Olson with Fluence Media um, has taken the time to give me a call on a busy Saturday to talk about this um, political giant here in Minnesota because I, I, I want to honor him. But Blois, I, I just before today, I didn't have any information to share with our listeners. And I want to talk about his legacy. I want to talk about, um, you know, the changes that he's made. I, I talked to Amy Koch this morning and. You know, she was just telling me about his cowboy boots, and I'm reading about um, what a man of faith he was and, and how he was just so dedicated to his family, and, you know, he had a good sense of humor. But, you know, I just wanted to hear from you, um, you know, as a political um, insider and expert about the former governor who passed away today. Uh, good afternoon, Shalada. Yeah, no, Al Qui, I think uh, I've heard it said a couple times today was, kind of Minnesota's Jimmy Carter. He did not run for a second term as governor, but then dedicated his life to ministry, specifically prison ministry. But before he was governor, he served 20 years in the U.S. House. Education and early learning was his passion. So think about the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He was an advocate for early education opportunity for kids. He was even briefly considered to be Gerald Ford's vice president after President Nixon resigned and was seen as a very steady hand, a quiet Norwegian leader, uh, both in Congress and then back here in Minnesota. When he was governor, uh, we had a budget shortfall, and he called four or five special sessions to try to resolve it. And ultimately, um, when it came time to decide to run for re-election, 
after 20 years in Congress and four years as governor, he said, you know, he decided that it was time to spend time with his wife uh, and spend time on the farm with his horses uh, and move move past public service. But served in the military and, you know, really, truly a member of the greatest generation and uh, emblematic of that generation by military service and public service. Now, what is his legacy? Because, you know, I'm thinking this prison ministry is amazing. You know, people don't go to prisons anymore. People don't. That's that's not where you go after you serve office. You go on a speaking circuit. You write your book. You know, you get your five figure deals and you travel the country talking about your time in office. And and he, you know, just reading about how he has helped people in prison that I don't know that part more than anything I've read, um, you know, touched me. I think, Shaletta, you're right. I think ultimately that's what he would probably talk about the most since I've known him. Um, I mean, just to put it in relation, he was governor from uh, 79 to 83. So, you know, uh, those were pretty early years in my life. I met him a few times along the way. He just seemed very grace-filled. Um, and uh, and I think, you know, the is, if you think about history and the way we talk about it, and it's probably a good reflection of today's times, we get all caught up in the what's happening now or what's your legacy going to be. But mm-hmm. here is somebody who served 20, nearly 25 years in public service plus military time. And he chose to team up with Charles Colson, who was part of uh, the Watergate scandal, uh, to minister to prisoners, to try to bring them faith uh, at a time when they were trying to figure out what their life would be later. And I would say, Shaletta, that Ultimately, that's what I knew him for because of the time I knew mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's what he talked about the most when you asked him. So it was clearly a deeply held passion for him. And, you know, for, for folks who remember him from um, his days in politics, is there a signature thing that he would be um, most remembered for I just I feel like is there a book or something I feel like I need to do my homework boys because you know I got this this information about this great man passing away on the way to work so you know I, my show started right away so I didn't have a lot of time and I'm like you know is there something I need to be reading boys do I need to stop at red balloon books and put something on pre-order did he have an autobiography did somebody write something on him I, I'm reading the story that Al Shock wrote in the newsroom listening to you listening to Amy but I feel like I need to do a deeper dive to this man because you know everything that he's done and everything i'm hearing it is just so amazing there is a book it's called riding into the sunrise al qui a life of faith service and civility is written by mitch perlstein mitch who founded the center for the american experiment was also qui's speechwriter so you think about the people who have had an uh, impact years forward that were part of al qui Tomorrow on Sunday Take, I will get the reflections of Eric Escala, uh, who covered uh, former Governor Kui. He talks about those times during the legislative session. He, you know, notes that he's like uh, Jimmy Carter in Minnesota way, that he just went on to service after service and and, and quietly. uh, Mm -hmm. And I think you know that uh, those who serve quietly are the ones that uh, we need to take notice of because they do it the right way. Uh, uh, do will we, will we ever have another group 
of Governor Al Quist because now it's like rah, rah. Everybody's fighting. Nobody wants to work together. Everything, all these stories I'm reading are talking about, you know, how he worked with, you know, people who, you know, believe differently than he did politically. Um, And and he just, he was able to get things done and make things happen regardless of whether or not somebody agreed with him. And, and Blois, you cover politics. That just is not the case these days. No, I mean, it isn't. It's not the culture of politics now. I I think, you know, um, I just talked to Chuck Slocum, who was the Republican Party chair uh, during the 70s, uh, just before Cui was elected and helped recruit Cui to run for governor. And he talks about the tone of the campaign in 1978 between Perpich and Cui, that they respected each other, that they appreciated each other, but also that Cui was really caught in a time when Republicans were shifting from the Gerald Ford era to the Ronald Reagan era. Uh, and that uh, in Minnesota in particular, Democrats were really not very popular because Wendy Anderson had just appointed himself U.S. senator uh, as he was serving for governor. And so there was certainly tumult in politics at that time. I, but I look at it as, you know, I do many things uh, in politics or business, uh, even life. Uh, you have to be able to shake hands at the end of the day. And I would hope that uh, we could reflect today on those leaders who could do that, even though they disagreed, uh, and find our way back to some sort of semblance of decency and civility on a much more regular basis. Have they made any uh, funeral arrangements yet? Because I know you you kind of in the know. Um, any more details come out about it? No, not that uh, have been announced. We just uh, found out this morning. I know his family was notifying those close to him throughout the day today and uh, and we'll probably have the latest Monday and morning take, and we'll go from there. All right, Blois, we'll uh, stay posted. I need ma- I need to make sure folks can sign up for Fluence Media. Anybody who's not getting the newsletter, anybody who's not signed up uh, so that they can figure out what is next, not just um, with the passing of our former governor, but anything going on in politics, you always have the latest. So how can folks sign up for Fluence Media's uh, newsletter? Uh, just go to fluence-newsletters.com. You can sign up for Morning Take or any of our newsletters right there. Thanks, Shalada. All right, Blois. We'll talk soon. Thanks for taking the time. Yep, anytime. Bye. All right, that is Blois Olson. He was joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. I'm going to call Steve Thompson next because we got a lot going on in sports, and I want to make sure I know what I should be watching, where I should be going, and who I should be rooting for. We'll be back. It is 2.48. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's the Shaletta Show, but soon Steve Thompson will be with you, and I've got him on the phone line now. Joining me courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, Steve. Well, hello, Shaletta. How are you? I am good. Are you staying cool? Because I know you like to do a lot of honeydews on the weekend. Michelle gives you a list. You take good care of the family. But it is it is hot out there, Steve. It, it was when I was cleaning up after the dog, one of my favorite duties. <laughs> uh, speaking of duty, um, I, uh, I it was a little warm. There's no doubt about it. And then I got a tree that drops lots of acorns. And I was kind of cleaning that up. I, I, I think we're at the end of the acorns. But, uh, yeah, it was a little hot. I, I'm taking a breather now. 
Okay, because the temperature says one thing, but the feels like temperature is something else. Like it says it's 92, yeah. 93. And so, you know, you would normally make a good decision about going out, but they said we're under a severe heat warning um, because it feels like 108 degrees outside. So we were going to do Woodbury Days today, but we instead went to a fashion show at the mall, and then we're going to do Woodbury Days tomorrow because I don't want to have to fight with them four kids about you're overheated. Let's go. I don't. I don't want. That. I want. I don't want that problem in my life. Well, well, it is at Houston Dew Point. We're at 69 right now for the Dew Point, and that that is way up there. We 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 don't get into the 70s in these parts a lot. Yeah. But uh, here we are, and it it really feels like it today. Now, um, what you got coming up on the show? Because I know you always got something really cool. You you got you got Tech Talk today? Yeah, we, yes. Doug's going to be in. Uh, Doug's going to join us between 3 and 4. Uh, good day to be around the computer and get that fixed up. So yeah. he is ready to go following the news at 3. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney. The, the fishing isn't real good right now. Really? They, well, it. They, they call it the dog days of summer. You've heard that. Yeah. And it yeah. really is true when it comes to the bite, that, that it's really challenging to catch fish generally in August. So we'll we'll get into that. He's going to be joining us from Game Fair. Hard to believe. But uh, football season and hunting season is just around the corner. So so we'll visit with, with Steve-O. And Shaletta, I, I don't know. But the Vikings are are playing a game tonight at U.S. Bank Stadium against Tennessee. It is a preseason game, so a lot of the regulars, or few of the regulars, will play at all uh, tonight. But uh, we're we're counting down to football season. It's really coming up fast, and we'll visit with Dame Mizutani of the Pioneer Press uh, uh, about the Vikings. I'm not ready for football yet. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love football. Don't get me wrong. But it, it's kind of like, talk to me around Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it I, seems a little early. Ready. It's like when I yeah. went into Michael's and they had the Halloween section up front. I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> yeah, what are y'all doing? It is August. It was like August the 5th. And we walked in and it wasn't like, Steve, they were unboxing it or they were, you know, trying to get it situated. And fi- It was already smack dab up, scans on there. You could just yeah. go up to. I was like, y'all taking me to. Why are y'all rushing me to Christmas? I, I want to enjoy August right now. I'm not ready to see Halloween decorations. It is amazing how the retailers have the back to school stuff. While the kids are still in school, yeah, yeah. I, I I always hated that when I was a kid. Yeah, when 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 you go to Target or whatever, and they already had the notebooks out. I'm like, Man, they came out in July. It. They came yeah. out in July. I was like, is it? I was like, okay, I know that I'm moving fast, but is yeah. this July? Yes, it is. And they, I mean, everything's organized. It's right there. I was like, don't buy anything. Sean was like, you want to go ahead and get them early? Nope. I want to go in when they running out of everything. Right. I want my kids and me to enjoy the summer without being anxious about back to school shopping. See, it's been a while for you because your girls are grown. You don't do right. back to school shopping anymore. But but it's funny. On one of those cool mornings, um, I I was outside with Aaron and her dog. That, that dog I cleaned up. Uh-huh. Uh, after a little bit earlier today. Um, and it was one of those cool, sunny mornings, kind of had that back-to-school feel. And I brought that up to her. I said, you know, this this is kind of like back-to-school. And she said, don't say that. She's 26 years old and still gets a little <laughs> bit of anxiety about going back to school. It's funny how that works. Oh my God. I, I still have dreams that, that I can't remember my schedule. 
or I can't remember my locker combo. I, I still have those dreams after all these years. And, Steve, I got somebody getting ready to go to college. I'm not ready. Andrew oh, wow. Dro- Andrew drove himself to his annual physical. I'm like, I'm not. And, and I was like, no. okay. I was like, okay, Sean, I have to leave. I'm going to be gone. Andrew has a doctor's appointment, but we got somebody coming to stay in the fence. I need yeah. you to, uh, we got to figure out how we got to. He was like, just let him drive. And I was like, oh, my God, he can drive himself to the, he's, Steve, he's going to get to the point where he doesn't need me for anything anymore. He, yeah, in, in his mind, he's already there. Oh. Uh, I, 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 I remember those days. I don't need mom and dad anymore, except when the bills come due. Right, right. Then, then, then you need mom and dad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, How did you crazy. handle that when you, you know, your no. kids got ready to go off to college? They had to start growing up. They were driving themselves around. That's a new transition for me, and I, I don't know if I'm handling that properly. I, I was a wreck when my oldest went off to college. It was a little easier uh, when, when my youngest, Aaron, went off to college because I had been through it. But when I dropped off my oldest, Mm. at college Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. was really tough because you know it's the end of an era yeah they'll come home and they'll be this and that and so on and so forth but it's never the same yeah um and and that was really really tough and it and it it still chokes me up a little bit thinking about it it was really hard on me and you know there there's ads and there's been a lot written about that sort of stuff you know, kind of making fun of, you know, moms and dads that get all choked up when they drop their kids off at school. But, yeah, I, I really had a hard time with it. Well, you a good dad because my mama didn't come to the college until it was time to graduate. <laughs> me and Sean were talking about that the other day because Andrew was like, are y'all going to yeah. drive me off at school? I was like, no, for what? That's what they got planes for. And yeah. and he was like, Dad, did your parents drop you off? He was like, no, nope, my parents didn't come until it was time to graduate from college. And that was, that was yeah. my story as well. I don't know about you, but... Our parents were like, you're going good. I hope everything works out for you. Call us if you need some money for books. And they just expected us to just kind of do our own thing. But now, Steve, parents are going to the college, and they setting up the rooms, and they, like, pretty much moving in with the kids. I've got some friends who are college professors, and the parents are calling saying, hey, um, this class not going to work for little Jimmy because he doesn't wake up early. Like, they got dates, kids' schedules, and they are texting the kid, like, are you in class? Are you up? I'm like, girl, wait, he's gone. What are you doing? Yeah. It, and and that is part of it. I I did want to go help, but but you're right. At some point, it's kind of like it's your deal. You got to figure it out. Yeah. And that's not easy to do. But I, but I think in a lot of cases, it's good for the kids yeah. where, they, where they figure it out on their own. Okay. So, um, what you got coming up this week? Anything fun? You going to the well, fair? Well, I'm kind of gearing up for the fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, because one week from today, we're going to be at yes. the fair. Hopefully, it's going to be not as hot not as, as hot. this. Hold on. Let me yeah. see, because I have not looked out that far. Cause Looks I've been pretty t- good. I've been too busy looking at this crazy story about uh, a, a Sage Steele who says Barbara Walters elbowed her into a trash can. Did you see that story? No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, I, I heard Sage Steele left ESPN. Yes, that, and, and that, so as oh. I guess to take the weight off of it, she's telling this amazing story about how Barbara Walters elbowed her and pushed her into a trash can. Steve, I have a feeling you got to read it. I have a feeling she wasn't the only one Barbara Walters elbowed into a <laughs> trash can. Yeah. Oh my 
my gosh. Well, we'll talk soon, and I'll see you right. on Saturday at the fair. You guys, thanks so much for joining me on the Shaletta Show. Stick around. Steve Thompson's coming up next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.